Welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Arnold Reasons and Tolu Talks. We here, episode forty-seven, forty-eight, almost 48, at 50, 48. forty-eight. Yeah, bro. My bad. Wow, even closer to fifty than I thought. That's it. Two away wow. from the giveaway. From the giveaway, did you decide what else is going in the giveaway yet? I, I hadn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I have not wow. had the chance to think of. I've not even made time to think about it. I forgot until I was really two more episodes. Two more episodes to decide, so still got time. Yeah. Still got time. Um. So today, mm. this episode is going to be called what? What did I say it was called? I think it was being wise in these times. Wise in these times. That's right. Wise. That's right. Wise in these times, nice and cryptic, as you said. Um, but for me, it came, it comes from a verse um, that I I read the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull it up for you. Um, it's basically the verse that says about how we should walk circumspectly. Mm. Um, redeeming the time because the days are wicked. Mm. So it's Ephesians 5, verse 16. Okay. Um, and it says in the New Translation version, it says, Don't act thought, uh, actually, sorry, from verse 15. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So if we look at it in the New King James, it says that, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the word of the Lord is. So for me, this really, this really struck a chord with me because the days that we live in right now are very evil. They're very wicked. Mm-hmm. There is so much happening on a on a global level, and with a lot of the things that are happening, we are seeing aspects of just wickedness. You know, even when we look at this fuel shortage, you know, there are elements where people are saying, oh, well, actually, is there a fuel shortage? Because, you know, there was lots of fuel that was stored up through the pandemic. And now the companies are just trying to make the money back. And, you know, it's manipulation. There's lots of things going on underneath the surface that we don't really know about. But there are a lot of things happening in this world that, you know, comes down to wickedness and it comes down to evil Mm. and in a lot of ways it comes down to greed because you know in the bible it says about how for the love of money is the root of all types of evil all types of wickedness Mm. and you can really see that in this world that we live in where capitalism is so strong how that is actually leading to so much wickedness and so much evil yeah and you know that, that love for money is growing and growing in people, which means that, you know, the evilness and the wickedness is going to be growing and growing. And this isn't going to be like a Debbie Downer episode, you know, like that's not that's not what this is about. But it's also just about setting the context for like the times that we live in are evil. Yeah. You know, and the Bible actually gives us good advice for how to 
how to live in these times mm. um, for good advice. And I, I really love this, love this framing of redeeming the time. Mm. You know, like what does redeeming the time mean to you? Like when you hear that, what does that, what does that trigger for you? <laughs> to redeem the time. I think it's so redemption I always think in general about like just the idea of I don't know not compensating for it but it's like making good out of something that was otherwise potentially not great right Mm. or Mm. on the flip side the redemption is like the the whole voucher situation yeah. when you have a voucher and you trade it in right you redeem your voucher yeah so it's like it's an exchange right yeah it's an yeah. exchange of value yeah so, i go ahead go ahead. no you go you go yeah i'm literally just thinking it out loud so it's an exchange of value so it's like if i've got a voucher and this mm. is me assuming that this is the meaning that it's talking about in it in the verse but if I exchange mm. a voucher, like what I'm gonna get is whatever the voucher entitles me to, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you don't redeem the voucher, no matter how useful and valuable it is, until it's redeemed, it's just a piece of paper. Exactly, exactly. And it's funny because the voucher example was the same one that I was thinking on, or like coupons. Yeah. You know, where we have been given, I feel like we've been given time yeah yeah you know we've been given time what no go 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 go. (laughs) so i feel like we've been given time and we spend our time you know yeah 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 you you can't get it back once you've spent it Mm. you know so what are we getting in exchange for our time what are we redeeming our time for Mm, mm. you know because you can redeem your time for worldly things you can redeem your time for spiritual things you can redeem your time in whatever way you really want to Mm. but the question is is what are we getting back for the time that we're spending how are we redeeming our time yeah that's good literally what are we yeah what is the return what is it that you're trading that time voucher in to get back exactly exactly and i think it's such a like I, I hear you when you're saying it's not a Debbie Downer, but you know, it's one of those, sometimes we need to really just sober up and think about the world we live in. Yeah. Because, like, the clock is always ticking. Mm-hmm. Like, we're constantly spending time, but kind of like you alluded to, what is it that we're getting back in return for it? Is it nothing? Emptiness? Mm. Is it just that we're, I don't know, wasting the voucher of time that's been given to us? Mm. are we actually looking at the context of what the scriptures show us about the world that we live in the eternity that awaits us and being wise enough ongoingly to basically make the most of the voucher that we have to get the most back in light of that if that makes sense agreed agreed because I feel like sometimes, and I think that what I love about the idea of like redemption and investing our time and things like that is that you don't have to invest very much to get a big return or to get a good return. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, especially in terms of when we think about it, there are some vouchers that you will redeem that will be like, it feels like I'm robbing this person because I'm getting so much back. 
for <laughs> what, for what this coupon says, you know, like, mm. and I feel like with God, it's like the supernatural returns on what we invest our time in. Mm. I think they can be mind blowing. Mm. But I feel like in, in terms of worldly things, like when we invest so much of our time in those things, like, so like for me, I used to spend a lot of my time watching like TV series. Mm. So like 24, The Wire, like all of those mm. things. I've spent a lot of time mm. watching those. And when I think about the return for me on that time, mm. like, yes, I was entertained. Okay. Mm. But, you know, did I grow? Did I change? Did I become more Christ-like? I'm like, no, not really. Mm. You know, so what is the real return on that? But then actually when I think about, you know, actually time where I've spent in the Word or time, you know, where I've spent doing different things yeah, to, to kind of build myself up, I can yeah. look back at those times and see the return and it's so much greater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and just even think about, okay, how are we redeeming our time? Mm. I think it's good man and I think that one about TV shows and stuff like that that one like, it's, it's always one of those twitchy ones for me boy because mm. I think we have seasons like in our house yeah where mm. we might just be on a series role where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're literally blowing through a season or two or three or whatever the number is but then we'll have also months at a time where it's almost like we're not even anywhere near any TV series and we're so laser focused on some of the other things that we're involved in, like so some of the RTB stuff, essays, all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's interesting because I guess everybody has their own different rhythms. Um, for one person, the rhythm might be something similar to what I've just described, where you can have almost like seasons of intense laser focus, then almost seasons of somewhat respite quote unquote <laughs> where it's like downtime. <laughs> i was gonna ask you yeah do you yeah. feel like in those seasons where you're back to back more with um episodes and seasons and shows yeah would you say that you're distracted in those seasons because is the opposite of focus distracted for example so so this is it's it's, it's it's a good question and it's one that i have spent quite a bit of time thinking about but i wouldn't necessarily say so because okay I think what I've found is that for us, there's an important need for balance, right? Mm. Where, yes, you're working, yes, you're working, yes, you're working, but they're almost like the same way you have annual leave. It's almost like having periods where you're not necessarily just going through, like not necessarily going through the work, 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 RTB, SS or whatever else we're doing. Mm. but you actually get a chance to have some mental downtime because the thing is don't get me wrong like this way it gets a bit subjective of oh how much time is enough how much time is like could you be more productive of course you can always be more productive but i think this is where for me drawing the line between seeing yourself as a slave versus a son is important because i've in previous times got the balance so far to the other other way Mm. that it's almost like there is no room for me to have any respite and if i am watching a tv series or show it's almost like no this isn't godly like this isn't this isn't a king kingdom people shouldn't be doing this kind of thing um because eternity is at hand and it's like if if you really care about the kingdom if you care about eternity then everything should be geared 100 and these these are the kind of mindsets that i think 
have at times even led me to thinking about oh you know what maybe i should just trash my career trash this trash that like and this is years ago more so um trash uni tra- like it's not useful like eternity 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 and i get it but i think on the whole servant son thing mm. one of the things that i really have come to understand is that god number one he doesn't need us <laughs> like and i think that's one of the most liberating things because anything that we do is stuff that one he's empowered us to do mm. and two is almost like an opportunity for us to engage with him in what he's already doing mm. and and i think this is where like even being able to lose the pressure of feeling like man if i take a week off then the whole of the kingdom is going to be missing a massive hole without me like these are the kind of ways that i feel like i've been able to lose those kind of attitudes because if arnold's asleep yeah and somebody tries to phone him when his phone is switched off because they're in the middle of a situation it might not be ideal but i'm sure god will get to his people however he needs to get to them do you get what i'm saying Mm. um because yeah I think my question is this, right? Because I totally agree with you that rest and time off and that kind of stuff is important. Yeah. Um, because I also feel like like people in in the kingdom, a lot of people burn out, right? Yeah. Because of that constant drive, that constant drive, that constant drive. You know? Yeah. And so I'm in 100% agreement, like, look, there should be times of rest, there should be times of respite, times where we're actually chilling and doing other things. Yeah. I think my question is, is for example, like, even in that, is there still an element of redeeming of time? Right? Mm. Because for me, like, I love a good TV show, but even when I think about that, there are ways that I can be chilling and I can have respite that actually still redeem my time. And that's where I wonder, like, are there things that as kingdom people that we can do that bring respite and bring relaxation and restore us that are different to what we're doing now and we can actually get a better return for our time? Because you know when, sometimes when we go to the gym, you know you have like an active rest day, yeah? Yeah. So a day where, you know, you might just go for a walk or you might do something like like that is really good for you do you see what i mean and that's what i'm thinking is there not active rest but is there something that like because i feel like when we're doing ministry things and when we're doing stuff like you know rtb or sas we're it's, you're still giving something out mm-hmm. you know but actually is there a rest and a refueling that needs to happen that is totally separate from that and is some of that what we do with our rest time So, I guess probably my counter question would be: mm. Do you feel that the TV series is not a good use, or not not something that can be used to redeem the time? Well, because I just feel like, what do I really get back from it? Even in terms of like my personal, depending on the TV show that you watch, right? mm. you know, because there are some TV shows when I'm watching, I'm actually like, do you know what? I'm actually learning stuff. Mm. You know. But there are some TV shows that I'm watching and like, bro, so I used to watch Game of Thrones, for example. Yeah. But like, that is actively not good for me. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Because there is so much sex in it. There's so much stuff in it that yeah. I, as a Christian, I don't need to be 
Pursuing my spirit. spirit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, for me, entertainment is a, is one of those gray areas for a lot of Christians. Yeah. Right? Because, bro, the, the worst thing is, yeah, is that Game of Thrones has an absolutely dope storyline. Right? Mm. And I want to watch it for the storyline. But if I mm. want to watch it for the storyline, I have to I have to take all the other stuff with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're putting some you're putting some uh, Scotch bonnet on some people's playlists right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, I think it's it's a good point that you raised because I guess when I'm speaking about TV shows and stuff like that, I'm speaking about it from a filter position already. Mm-hmm. And so, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I'm only watching Faith Black Potatoes and The Passion and stuff like that with the Christian movies and Christian TV mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. But it means that even within some of the like straight up, these people aren't professing to follow Christ TV shows and movies that we might watch. Mm-hmm. There's there's almost like a there's still, still a standard. standard. There's still a standard. And the standard still applies. And so, if, if we turn on a show, for example or a movie that is just pretty much like what you're describing then we'll look for something else and like to be honest with you when it comes to this kind of stuff generally speaking the kind of shows that i watch nowadays are usually by recommendation (laughs) (laughs) and it's because like by myself and also another thing as well is i generally don't really watch shows by myself like if i'm gonna watch a show i'm usually watching it with my wife and in part it's because i've by default if i was single if it's just me by myself chances are i'm probably not going to watch a lot of the tv shop because i'm not going to know where to fish it out I've, I've seen how many bad things i've had to go through at times and how difficult it is to find something that's actually relatively clean mm. um or something that isn't necessarily gonna grieve me on the inside and stuff but um but i do think it's important for us to to be to remember this standard in anything we do watch and i think as well as remembering the standard being being willing to put our flesh to death at times because like there are some shows we've had to literally abort mission mid-series when the storyline is banging but it's like it just gets to a point where it's just too much like and it's not something that we really want to um be around and stuff and expose mm. ourselves to because ultimately you know like the scriptures speak about God is a mocks whatsoever a man sows <laughs> bro like that is so real and that I think so yeah real. wait what is the rest of that verse though let me put it up <clears throat> because the rest of that verse is, is literally speaking to this actually yeah let's speak to that so into the flesh and so into the spirit the spirit Galatians 6 Galatians 6 from verse 7 says do not be deceived God is not mocked Mm. for whatever one sows that will he also reap Mm. for the one who sows to his own flesh will Mm. from the flesh reap corruption Mm. but the one who sows to the spirit will Mm. from the spirit reap eternal life Mm. and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up Mm-hmm. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. I was going to ask you a question as well earlier, mm. and you said about um, what do I get back for it? Mm. 
or, or what do I get out of it? I think it was. What would you say the answer is to that when it comes to things like sleeping or even just having a day of rest, Sabbath? Okay. So for me, sleeping, like sleeping is an obvious one for me because when I sleep, like my body recharges, like sleep is something that we are almost like programmed to do on a daily basis. Mm. You know, so for me, sleeping and letting my mind and my body rest. And when you sleep, your body recovers, your body grows. That's when you're, you know, your body is doing things as you sleep that are actually mm. very good for you mm. you know they talk about like you know power naps and stuff like that and giving you an energy boost recharging all of those kind of things so for me like sleeping for example great you know great great opportunity you know when it comes to stuff like having a sabbath mm. it is that thing of you know where we where we see in the bible where god did his work and then he rested mm. You know, God who doesn't get tired, who doesn't need a rest, he actively promoted this example to us. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people who have studied on, you know, having a Sabbath and doing things like that. You know, time where you just commit to being with your family or just to being by yourself and just processing and, you know, different things like that where you can just be in a restful state. Mm. It has huge benefits in terms of our, our mental health. Mm. you know because it gives us that mental break from work and mm. even for our physical health as well mm-hmm. you know? so i think there are so many benefits from it mm. you know so for me i feel like it's a, it's a good opportunity to to recharge refocus maybe look at things a little bit differently you know mm. and i think that verse in galatians about you know if we sow into the flesh mm we are reaping what was it corruption mm-hmm. some some of them say death there's there's different things and when we sow into the spirit we reap what was the, in your translation eternal life eternal life so some of them i've heard say you know life and peace for example mm-hmm. and so that's why for me i'm like i want to make sure that whatever it is that i'm doing with my downtime as well Mm. is that it's something that is not sowing corruption into my body you know or not sowing corruption into my heart so i'm not saying don't ever watch tv shows that's really not what i'm trying to say no i don't don't you know that's 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 not what i'm trying to say (laughs) but i think also the binge culture that we have in the society so like i'm gonna be very open yesterday i watched three movies in a row like six hours yeah (laughs) do you see what i'm saying do you see what I'm saying? So this is why I'm saying it because for me, like watching one movie here from and a there, convicted place. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on a soapbox. I'm in the mud out here too, man. You know, and and that for me is where I'm thinking. Okay, let's say for example, I didn't watch three movies. What could I have done with that six hours? Even mm. if I took one hour of that and I read something, like you know, so like I remember the other night I, I was up at like 4 a.m. for some random, like I just woke up in the middle of the night mm. and like I went to the living room and I made a cup of tea and I picked one of the books from this bookshelf that you can see. Mm. And it was like, it was like a Christian book. And I just read it for like 15 minutes. And mm. what happened in that 15 minutes was awesome. You know, I was thinking yeah. to myself, why don't I do this more often? Mm. You know, why is it taken for me to be up at this time to actually get to this place because even the stuff that i read then i'm thinking about it now a few days later you know those movies that i watched yesterday i'm probably likely not really gonna 
think about them, they're not really going to impact my life in any positive way. You know, so it's not to say don't ever watch movies, but even like when you do watch them, like, what are you watching? Are you watching stuff that is beneficial for you? Are you watching stuff that can be useful for you? Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I think I'm also thinking, by the way, I, I don't disagree with anything you said mm. about the importance of asking those questions. I agree with that. And I think it's a good, um, it's a good reminder and a good check-in point to even think in these things. Mm. What I'm also thinking of is going to a beach and just staring at the ocean, mm. for example. Mm. Just looking at the waters. Mm. What I see in parallel with that is, and obviously this is not necessarily a, 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 a like for like example with watching mm. TV series or anything like that. This is just a separate quote unquote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. example. Mm. Um, but what I'm what I think about is I think about where Romans one speaks about how all of creation. yeah and he's invisible attributes and things like that yeah yeah and how in a moment like that you could just literally just because i've done this i've stared at the waters i think whenever i get an opportunity to it's something that i tend to do Mm. and there isn't necessarily anything that i could outwardly say i anyway that comes to my mind that i would say was quote unquote a productive outcome quote unquote about that moment but it was still a positive moment that allowed me to appreciate God's creation and rest my mind. But because I, I think for me, that is a positive outcome. Do you see what I mean? Because I remember like the fact that you are appreciating God's creation. Because yeah. for me, these things, they also reinforce like yeah. God is dope. Like yeah. it's just a reinforceable like... Just, so I remember one of the first times that I can really say that I felt God speaking to me was a time when I just went to a park when I was younger just to go and like spend time with God in quotes, you know, because I was still trying to understand like, what does that look like? How does that work? Yeah. And I was just sat on a park bench and I was looking up at the sky and it was like a reasonably sunny day, but there were some clouds and those kind of things. And I was just watching how that all happened, yeah. how that all worked. And you're just thinking, this is fascinating you know and in that moment it was like I had this realization or whatever you want to call it and I felt like this was God showing me something for example that you know the sun is always there it's always there no matter what the the clouds passing by when the clouds pass by you can't feel the sun you can't really see the sun but it's still there yeah and it was just like I just had this understanding of that is what it's like with God it's like God is always there whether or not you feel like you can feel his warmth or his rays or you feel like you can see him or you can't he is always there those Mm. other things will pass and they will change Mm. you know but god is always there and for me that is something that like 15 20 years later i still remember now Yeah. yeah 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 you know so even creating that space and that opportunity for me that is a productive thing and what's interesting for me is that there are some times when I've been watching TV shows and yeah. in some ways I'm open to that space and God has also shown me things 
in mm. different TV shows and stuff that I'm watching. Because that's where I was going to go next as well. Hmm. Is how, like that that yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting thought, and it's something that I think has happened with me as well. Mm. I think even another thing as well is there's been quite a few times in watching TV shows mm. that, in all honesty, it's highlighted how evil things are in the world. Mm. Like to such a degree that it makes you think about, wow, this is the world that we live in. Because I think it's so easy to, to lose touch with that, especially like the part of the world that we live in. Mm where you're just so used to going through the motions of you go to work, you run your business, whatever you're doing, seven days a week, do your church thing, whatever, Bible study, read the word, make your notes, grow in revelation, understanding and stuff like that. But then to also sometimes really miss the the depth of the darkness of the world that we live in. Mm. Sometimes you see those things through films. And I'm not saying that I'm, con- I'm really conscious of that every single time I see it in a film. But I know it's something that um, that has at time turned my attention back to God and some of the things that I felt compelled to do as a result of it. Mm. Um, but whilst we're on this checklist or this this review list, what about things like Monopoly and Double? <laughs> <laughs> So you see, I think, I feel like for me, right, what yeah. I love about those kind of things is that that is something that I'm doing with somebody, Yeah. you know, because you generally play those games with people and stuff like that. And it builds friendship, it builds relationship. But even in that, you still have to play those games in a nice way. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, you say that, <laughs> everybody does. No, and and this is this is the thing, right? This is where it's not a one size fits all for everybody. Yeah. Because if you know that actually, you know, you go to a bad place when you do those things, then yeah. don't do them. But if for me, like that is a bonding activity. That is something that you know it's fun. It's friendly competition. Like we get to banter with our friends. Like for me, that is that is a productive thing because it's like our relationships are also built in those things those things build trust those things build friendship for me personally Mm. you know that's how you get to know people it's i'm i'm a competitive person i like competing with my friends yeah so for me that builds something positive yeah you know and and don't get me wrong like sometimes watching series with people and stuff like that it can do the same thing yeah you know so it's not to say that one is terrible and but it's also just knowing that look a lot of the tv shows and a lot of the entertainment stuff that we consume mm. is full of stuff that is bad for us mm. you know and how do we balance that with rest relaxation enjoying social time with people how do we balance all of that how do we actually like get the most for our, for our time mm. You know, because this is not to say don't watch TV shows, but to say, actually, do you feel like you're really... It's like junk food, right? I yeah. love junk food. I love yeah. some junk food. But I also know that, look, it's not actually giving me the best return for my calories. Yeah. You know, so do I still eat junk food sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> am, I trying, <laughs> am I trying to not eat it every day? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I want to redeem some of those calories that I have with something that is that still tastes good, you know and i think this is the other thing right is that before christian music didn't taste good you know wholesome tv they didn't taste good (coughs) yeah so people wanted something different but now actually like those things can actually be really good 
you know, going outside and being in nature, the thought of it doesn't always appeal to people. When you're actually in it, it tastes good. Mm. You know, and I think this is part of the kind of the deception of sin in terms of like, it looks so much more attractive, but then once you're in it, you're kind of like, mm. Mm. So yeah, just looking back at, um, at those verses in Galatians, no, Ephesians, sorry. Some of what it says is that, you know, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And I feel like these are some of the things that are part of redeeming the time. These are some of the things that are part of being circumspect in this world that we live in. You know, and that element of fellowshipping with one another, encouraging one another, I think is really important. Whether we do it around double or we do it around the Bible is, you know, that's up to you. But there are still elements of how you can actually do these things and be thankful, being thankful, being thankful. You know, because I wonder, like, do some of these TV shows, do they actually make me feel thankful? Because some of them don't. Some of them actually make me feel like I don't have enough or like this or like that, you know? Are they actually encouraging thankfulness within me? Hmm. I'm trying to think, is there anything that you can think of in the scriptures to do with entertainment? Just examples that might come to mind. What do you mean? Like, I mean, because the thing is, like, like I said to you, me, I'm 100% with, with the overall importance of um, asking and reflecting on these kinds of questions. But at the same time, what I'm also mindful of is, like, what, what do we see in the life of Jesus, the disciples, the church, those that walked with God before us? Hmm. Because I don't think we're going to necessarily see an example of them turning on Netflix or or Prime or whatever to watch a series. But I'm thinking, what do we see of their lives that might help inform even the way that we're kind of processing this sort of thing? So I think that, because I think for me, it's not necessarily so much about the action of watching TV. It's about what are you watching? What are you looking at? No, 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 100%. And that's that's why I'm even asking the question because what I'm thinking to myself is do we see, like, what what is the practice and the example that we see set by them um, that went before us to kind of give us a bit of a measuring stick to almost compare against? So, for example... In Psalm 119, verse 37, mm-hmm. it says, Turn my eyes away, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of, you know, ask, do you, and this is the question is, does this bring, is this something worthy? Do you see what I mean? Is this something worth looking at? So that, that's a good question. But I, w- I want us to make it a bit more plain, though. How so? Because, again, using examples of things like the monopoly, the doubles, 
I feel like these things can become very easily quite subjective. How so? Because, like, go ahead. So use the example of a monopoly or a double. Yeah. Like those are games, right? Yeah. Do they add spiritual value to me, to me, or add anything to the weight of eternity? I don't know. Maybe no, but do they also corrupt myself? Like, because for me, right, something like Game of Thrones. Monopoly could. How? In fact, double could as well. How? Because, and this is why I'm talking about the subjectivity point, because for one person, the game of Monopoly could be something they just enjoy and play as a normal game, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody else might lose themselves in it and start now effing and blinding. Yeah. Yeah. When that's not consistent with who they know that they're called to be. But then, and so because the way that they act in the in the engagement of playing that game, yeah, is almost inconsistent with the standards. So when we were speaking before about remembering the standards, whether you're watching something or playing a game, yeah, some people don't remember those things. And so, if you're somebody in that situation, I would say it's probably best you don't play a game like Monopoly if you know but it's you something see, that goes well in in but a that's way also that. Where it... Sorry, go on. Sorry. No, I said that would be if you're somebody in that situation, that would be something that I would probably say monopoly is something you shouldn't play because because of what it leads you to, it shows that obviously there's something that you maybe need to work on. But whether you work on that thing or not, it obviously isn't producing good in you. And so for somebody like that, I would say, yeah, monopoly is not something you should play. But for somebody else who can play monopoly and remain consistent with the standard that they know applies to them. But still be able to enjoy that with their friends and family, I wouldn't necessarily say it's an issue for them. Because I'm also mindful of not trying to not creating, I think, a line of law where there isn't a line of law. If you get what I'm and and this is the thing, right? For me, it's, it's never about creating a line of law because I, in my human capacity, I can't create a law that is good for everybody, right? Yeah. Like that's not that's not realistic. And I think that's where it comes down to, like, what does your heart tell you about these things, right? Because for me, it's like Monopoly and games and stuff like that. That is based on your conduct, right? Monopoly as a game isn't actually designed to necessarily do that. Do you see what I mean? But when, when you look at something like, I know we talk about Game of Thrones a lot. When you look at Game of Thrones, I read this, um, this article and one of the one of the people on the set was asking a director about you know why do you have so many sex scenes yeah. and he's like oh it's for the perverts in the audience basically yeah? yeah like the whole purpose of that is to corrupt mm-hmm. and to feed a, something that is debased that's not something that is actually there to actually build people up or anything like that that is the purpose of it and that's why i think that com- for me it's like Yes, there are absolutely ways that we can play Monopoly, just like there are ways that we can make and the ways that we can spend and the ways that we can be about money. That is an us thing. Money in itself is not evil. It's the love of money that is the root of evil. But what I'm saying is that some of these things, they are corrupt by nature. Some of the entertainment forms and things like that, they are built to be corrupt and to pervert and to do different things like that. But we don't necessarily know that about like the root of monopoly, for example, right? 
as an example, yeah, because I think I hear what you're saying. But listen, even if you didn't tell me about that Game of Thrones director situation, mm-hmm. that one I probably would have picked up for myself as well. I've never watched mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I've heard enough about it to know that it's uh, for me. I have no business mm-hmm. doing it because I, I do agree there are some things that are very obvious that like it's it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the wisest thing for a believer to be exposing himself to those things. But um, but equally, there's just a ton of things that that aren't necessarily as obviously evil, even without that like kind of drop to it as Game of Thrones seems to have on that director thing you mentioned. Hmm. And I think that's where it's just important that we are led on what we watch and what we don't watch. But see, this is the other challenging thing, though, right? Mm. Is that there will be, and there are people who identify as believers mm. who will outrightly tell you that I don't, I don't feel, I don't think there's anything wrong with X, Y, and Z. Well, I don't feel there's any get be it. I, I don't even want to try and name the game of Thrones because I haven't even seen it for myself. But using something like that as an example, or something that is extremely explicitly obvious as something that isn't necessarily going to feed a Christian with the things that they're going for spiritually or isn't going to, or in fact, not even just that, but it's not just about feeding them spiritually, but it's also that it will actively set their minds on things that are corrupt Mm. and is intentionally designed that way. There Mm. are some Christians that will defend those things. And, and I think again, whilst I'm not trying to draw the, the line on what people should and shouldn't do I I think my question in all of that is like how do we how do how should we and how ought we to navigate those kind of things like if I came now yeah Mm. and I'm telling you yeah bro like I don't think there's a problem with porn like I feel peace. Okay. But is it is it also my job to convince you otherwise? You tell me, bro. If that's what I'm telling you is your brother. Well, f- for me personally, I'd probably ask questions about why do you feel that way? You know, what do you think porn actually is? What do you think it does? Like those kind of things. For me, I would just explore it because for me, it's not it's not necessarily my job to convince you one way or another. You know, look, if at the end of the day you came to me after this and you said you wanted to watch Game of Thrones, like you that's that's up to you. That's good for you. That's what you want to do. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not here to convince you otherwise, you know. And for me, I would I would maybe argue like, you know, what does somebody why does somebody want to do that? Why do they want to watch that thing? What's their what's their thing? Because there's probably something under the surface behind that. Mm. But it's also it's not my job to to argue and convince you that actually this is wrong. So what do you do in that situation, bro? What do I do in what situation? Like, if I actually came to you and I was like, yeah, bro, like, I I feel at peace. I feel at peace watching this. Watching porn? Yeah. Say to you, I've prayed about it, like, and I feel so like who, it's. Who did you pray about? 
No, but real talk, this is this the thing is yeah, I've been laughing about this stuff, but jokes aside, like as crazy and as wild as it may seem, these are actually some conversations that are happening. That's why I'm asking the question, like <laughs> Well like like I said for me, like I'm it's I can't I can't even actually convince you one way or another. You have to be convicted for yourself on those kind of things. And I guess I would just ask questions to see, like, are you really, like, seeking on this? Are you really, like, you know, or are you in the wrong things? I might show some scriptures that show otherwise, but you still have to accept that for yourself. You still have to search that for yourself. Well, I think in concluding this, it's fair to say, tell me if you think it sounds fair, that whatever we're watching whatever we're doing whatever we're or spending our time on number one remember the standard number two reflect on whether it's something that is the best use of your time mm, agreed yeah i'm still watching my tv series <laughs> <laughs> But, but I think in saying that, I say it from the angle of watching it from a filtered kind of perspective. And yeah, I think because being, selective. Be selective. Yeah, being selective and I think also being um, measured enough to check in on whether it's just becoming something that is taking up too much time or is something that is getting good balance. Mm. Yeah, that's important. What are you taking from it, Teddy? Mm. I'm just going to consider how can I redeem my time? And how can I still, you know, still get rest, still get relaxation, but have a good, a good return for my time. Thank you guys for tuning in once again to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. Catch us on all platforms at Reason to Behold. And if you've got something to add to this conversation, let us know. Instagram, DMs, wherever you find us, send us a message. Let us know what you think about this conversation. Is entertainment of all forms wrong? Should we be more selective about our entertainment choices as Christians? Let us know. Peace.